a very blessed Advent season to all of you on this first Sunday of Advent as we begin our new uh, liturgical year. In the 20th century, one of the most recognizable religious organizations or institutions in the Catholic Church throughout the world more than likely would be the missionaries of charity. Some of you may recognize them or know them as being the sisters or the religious group founded by Mother Teresa of Calcutta, now St. Teresa of Calcutta. They're most recognizable as wearing a white robe with a white veil with a blue trim. When Mother Teresa set them up over 50 years ago, her home base was Calcutta, India. And in addition to the three traditional vows that most religious make of poverty, chastity, and obedience, they also would take a fourth vow, a fourth promise of serving the poorest of the poor wherever they go. And to this day, whenever a missionary charity group is set up in a certain place, they usually pick an area in that town or that city where the poorest of the poor live. In our own country, we have missionaries of charity in most major U.S. cities, places like Los Angeles, Chicago, even St. Paul has a group of missionaries of charity that live in a very poor neighborhood. There's a wonderful story about a group of missionary of charity sisters who once served in somewhere in Africa. This is a few years ago now. And in this particular area, neighborhood, where the sisters served, that a long-standing tradition during the Christmas season, in the days leading up to Christmas, to get the young people of that neighborhood, of that area, to perform kind of a Christmas nativity type play or performance for other people who live nearby. And so they would get the young people and they would start planning this rehearsal or this performance, I should say. They would make the nativity scene, they would make the crash, make a little stable, but they'd also assign certain roles to all the kids. A little boy, for example, was picked to be Joseph. A little girl was picked to be Mary. Three of them were picked to be wise men. A few were picked to be shepherds. But one little boy had the task of being the innkeeper. And he was told that his line in the performance was when Mary and Joseph show up in Bethlehem and they come to the inn, his job was to tell them, sorry, there is no room for you. We're all full. When the little boy found out that was his line, he was devastated. He wanted to be Joseph. He didn't want to be the one to tell Mary and Joseph, sorry, there's no room in the inn. The sisters reassured him, no, no, this is just a performance. You're not actually telling Mary and Joseph there's no room, don't worry. But he still wasn't convinced. Well, the sisters, as they actually performed this play, were eagerly standing by watching, what will this little boy do? What will he say when it comes time to say there's no room? So they get to the part of the play. Mary and Joseph come to the inn, looking for a place to give birth to Jesus. Little boy answers and says, sorry, there's no room in the inn, but would you like a glass of water? I think that story, in many ways, 
gets to the heart of Advent, that it speaks something in our own hearts, that we want to make room for Jesus, that we don't want to tell him no, that we want to say, there's room in my heart for you. That little boy expressed perfectly the attitude you and I can have during these days leading up to Christmas of making room for him, of allowing space for Jesus. And for each of us, that might look a bit different, depending on our own responsibilities, our own schedule, our own calendars. But the moral of the story, what the season calls us to do, is to make room for him, to find time to make space and room for Jesus. In order to assist all of you and maybe others throughout the city of Bismarck, to do that this Advent season, Father Christie and I are both very happy to announce that we'll be adding additional daily Mass times throughout the season of Advent. And so as you leave today, I invite you to grab a bulletin and draw your attention to the bulletin insert that has uh, additional Mass times for this Advent season. I won't go through all the details, but the gist of it is we're adding a 7 a.m. Mass Monday through Friday, also confessions after that 7 a.m. Mass at 7.30 to 8.30, and adoration during that time between the 7 a.m. and the 9 a.m. Mass. And so look at the schedule in the bulletin for more details, like I mentioned. And we're also adding a 9 a.m. Saturday morning Mass. And no, that does not count for your weekend Mass. <laughs> Take that one up with the Pope. But it'd be great to have some of you come if your schedule so allows. I know many of you have responsibilities in the morning where that's just not possible. But for those of you who are able to come, uh, we want to offer that opportunity for you this season of Advent. And for those of you who have never been able to experience daily Mass before, it's short. 25 minutes, I promise you. Really, really, really short homilies, don't worry. Really short homilies. So short, you don't, you'll miss them at times. But the operative words... The operative words for the season of Advent is readiness, alertness, waking up, so to speak. Because how easy is it for us in our spiritual lives just to grow drowsy, to get tired, to not be alert to what God is doing, to what God wants to do in your soul, in my soul, in our hearts, in my heart. So during the season of Advent, may we wake up from any spiritual drowsiness and may we be sure to make room for Christ this Advent.